You sound so good. Stop it, Trevor. I told you I'm married. (laughs) So you were just telling me before we started the show, the smoke and Washington State. Yes. My farts are coming your way. (laughs) (laughs) Just stop, stop sending your smoke our way, please. Quit burning your trees. We don't care. Do you think um, Al Gore is sitting somewhere in real life going, I told you so? I told you. Of course he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true, man. Like Super global warming and, and all that. It's it's true. I mean, it's not It's not yeah, fake. It's, it's not it's fake. 100, it's just, yeah, it's 105 degrees a day in LA. Yeah, and that's yeah. almost October. Tomorrow's October. Whoa. So the the denial part of it is what's keeping it going as you know it's right now it's it's 9 p.m and it's 93 degrees outside jesus hot as a mother do you guys have the you still have the 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 just dry heat or no, is it dry. humid too thank god yeah, okay <laughs> you know what and, and i was i'm listening to this all this different podcasts and books and stuff about like i've, I've gone down like a rabbit hole of like alien not invasion but just like kind of kind of alien invasion stuff but it's really interesting because they're talking about like oh the aliens are actually trying to warn us to like stop what we're doing so we can fix ourselves you know we're going to destroy our own selves and i'm like it's so true though and the one thing they keep saying is like well though we know we're the aliens are predicting that they're going to try to tell you that global warming is real but your leaders will try to convince you that it's not I'm like, oh my God, this is like years ago. That's the book that I'm listening to. So you're saying Elon is an alien. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's sent here he to is. help us. He is. He totally is. He cra- or he's he sent from the land- future. He crash landed on earth in a farm. Yeah. And and yep. Kent and Ma found him and he had an yep. S on his chest. <laughs> it's Superboy. <laughs> he's going to be nerdy and like engineering and physics and economics. <laughs> He He's going to be the, programming at age 12. <laughs> I read of the crappy costume and just put on like a black t-shirt and some jeans. <laughs> <laughs> he, he runs around the room like Al Gore from that episode of South Park. <laughs> and then he starts typing on a computer. So super serial. Oh and if God. our audience doesn't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he pretty much is an alien sent from yeah, the future yeah, to save humanity. I'm, <laughs> that's that's one thing they talk about too in some of these books I'm, this one book I'm listening to is that the the aliens that people see are not really aliens they're actually just humans from the future and it's like <laughs> what that's weird and they're just trying to like convince you you know like, stop what you're doing now it's very interesting but yeah it's like you said it's it's uh, the signs are real man 105 degrees and the first part of October, like mm-hmm. that's insane. It wasn't this hot last year. I don't remember yeah. it being hot in fall like this. And like, um, even back in Arkansas, you know, I talked to my mom. She she's always telling me like they don't really get winters anymore. And we used to get like all the seasons there, and we'd have pretty solid winters. You know, it's, it, like October, November, we were pretty cold. And, you know, I'll talk to her all the time. She's like, oh, my God, it's like 80 degrees and it's like November. Yeah, that's, yeah, (laughs) that's not right. You know, it's weird, though. It's like I was trying to explain to my mom because she doesn't, she doesn't hear, she's never been here for a long time. 
yeah. I told her, uh, I don't think she's been here in the summer. Uh, I told her in the summer, it feels like the sun is like roasting you. <laughs> like you feel yep. like you're too close to the fireplace <laughs> and you're in the fire is like <laughs> literally burning you. That's what it feels oh, yeah. like in Florida. It feels like a sauna. Like yep. everywhere you go, you're just surrounded by hot steam. Yeah. And it's like super uncomfortable. Like no matter what oh, you're yeah. doing, you're sweating constantly. But here it's just the sun feels like it's burning your backside. Yeah. Like it's like a fire behind you. That's what it feels like. Same yeah. thing with Vegas. It felt like just like a I can hear my flesh roasting. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like, like and it's like pick your poison too, because I, I you know, if I had a preference, I think I'd prefer the more drier heat. Oh yeah, any day kind of function. You can when you I can when get I, away from it too. You can get in yeah, the shade. You, you get in the shade, especially if there's a yeah. breeze. Um, I was out near Joshua Tree, driving around, and it was like 115, and I could yep. still like get in the the shade, and like my sweat was cooling me off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Florida. Were you playing you, Joshua Tree while you were driving through Joshua Tree? <laughs> to find an air conditioner. <laughs> He's like, I gotta go back to Ireland. It's too hot. Out classic, here. classic album, man. <laughs> so the best though. part is he's like singing gospel songs, style yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. He, that music video takes place in Vegas. I'm like, mm, you know, yeah. you're in Sin City, right? It's like a hooker in the background dancing. Praying for all song. the people. <laughs> I'm praying for you. Uh... I have climbed all these hookers. <laughs> I'm 47 Kirks. I was thinking about what you told me about that Home Depot on uh, Aurora in uh, Washington, and you told me you saw some hookers, and then yeah. you saw the guy getting picked up at Home Depot. Yep. The guy asked him, hey, can you swing a hammer? And he goes, yep. yeah, daddy, I can sure swing a hammer. All right. <laughs> I'm going to hammer you good, baby. <laughs> that is just, that reminds me so much of that episode of South Park. When Cartman's yes, like, you can get people is. to work for you. He goes to the Home Depot. Hey, hey, want some work? Paquito, paquito. And then they they get confused because he's like, I want you to write uh, some essays for me. They're like, sure, we'll do that. I wrote my essay and I hadn't talked to him in a long time. He said, thanks for writing me essay. (laughs) What? (laughs) Did I ever tell you, um, this guy, he's uh, from Mexico, from Chihuahua, uh, the province or state. I don't know what they call it there. Yeah, and he told me, wild. oh, man, you got to go down to Tijuana. You can gamble and get you a prostitute. I'm like, oh, dang, he's just laying on me. My coworker at Coca-Cola. <laughs> I was like, dang. Hell yeah, man. He was a really cool guy. He was really nice, but I think he was being dead like dead serious. I can go down to oh, yeah. Tijuana and get pretty much anything you want. Oh, Tijuana, yeah. I... That's why there's a three-hour wait line to get <laughs> across the border. <laughs> see a donkey show. Donkey Cock show. fight. See two yeah. roosters peck at each other. Throw money down. Doesn't like, sound like uh, my. Doesn't sound like some place I want to go though, alone. Yeah, sounds like I I'm getting trouble. It's not very appealing. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, if it's 105 here, how hot it's gonna be in Tijuana? Oh god. Yeah. Well, at least I you got the beach yeah. right there, I guess. Yeah. Because I was in Malibu today, and it wasn't too bad. It was like, well, it was really nice actually, but that's because I'm next to the water, the freezing Malibu cold day. Pacific Ocean. The boo, booty. Yep. How's but, uh, it down there, man? How's uh, how was uh, San Fran? You just took a trip up there, right? Yeah, you know San Fran, man. It's it's kind of hot and dry there too. It's it's really yeah. it's really weird. You know, it you really only start feeling Northern California, uh, Northern California. I don't know why I said that all weird. 
California. <laughs> California. California. I'm starting to become a California man. I'm leaving this in. Five to the one one to the I took the five and I went all the way to the barrier and I stopped only once to charge my Whoa. Tesla. We're all dude. The supercharger Whoa. only took twenty five minutes. Anyways, uh I drove yeah. And uh you only start feeling the Northern California start bleeding in when you get to like either the Redwood Forest or you get right to the tip of where San Francisco is, the city, downtown area. All of a sudden yeah. it becomes foggy and cold. You're like, oh, it's like freezing out here. What is what is this? Like, but if you just go like 15 minutes south to Silicon Valley and like Mountain View, um, San Jose, where my Layla, uh my Layla, my sister Layla lives. It becomes like Cali- like Southern California all of a sudden. Like the mountains are all brown. You could see this yeah. in the Battery Day uh, event. If you look behind yeah, all yeah. the people, yeah. you can see that all the mountains are all brown and deserty looking. Yep. It's like warm out there. It's like really nice, like compared to the the freezing, foggy, cold woods yep. and near the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh man, it's like a microclimate thing. It's so weird. It is, man. It's 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 all that uh, the cool air blowing off the Pacific. Like in that. It's like someone left the AC on in a room, yeah. and then the other rooms don't have AC on. <laughs> like it's right. really weird. And I think it's because of uh, San Francisco so hilly too. I think the the cool air that does blow in just kind of circulates, mm-hmm. like it doesn't actually go anywhere else. It just kind of hangs out there. And in the, in the Central Valley, oh man, that's a whole other. Oh my oh god! Man. Yes, it's like Damn. hell on earth in terms of temperature. Ooh. Dude, it's like, it can get to like 115. We were we were driving through about 115. We were driving back from Little Rock. We cut through the 101 and went over across to the five and then up. And man, now I sound like California. Cut the 101 across to the five <laughs> and then straight up, dude. I mean, we were like windows were up the whole time. AC was cranked the whole way, and like we kept looking at the temperature gauge and it was like 115. We're like, okay, let's check this out. And like as we're driving, we roll the windows down, just put our hands out. We're like, God damn, it's hot. Wow. <laughs> wow. We saw all these cows and stuff. We're like, man, these poor cows. And there's like no water. It was just. That's funny you say that because I was just field. about to say, I saw these cows. You know, when you're like really, really warm and there's no way to cool off, you just get kind of yeah. sleepy. Like you're getting smothered. I saw the cows and they're all like, all the bulls are just like. Because <laughs> they probably just got uneaten, drinking a bunch of water. Now they're all in the yeah. hot sun. Like, yep. <laughs> so uh, speaking of Home Depot, we were just talking about on Aurora. My mom, uh, in this episode, guys, we're going to talk a little bit about retail. This is going to be like a off the cuff kind of hodgepodge. Yep. But uh, my mom, we got some retail stories to tell. My mom went to Home Depot and she saw this flower and it was the only one, but there was no tag on it when she took it up to the counter. And of course the employee there at the Home Depot sucked, was just a lazy loser employee that didn't want to help her at all. Get out of here. Oh, the, um, this doesn't have a barcode. You can't purchase it if it doesn't have a barcode. Well, <laughs> put a barcode on it. Go find the price or whatever, you know? And she goes, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't. And then wow. my mom, my mom's frustrated, right? She's about to leave, right? But that's the only one I want. The, she catches her putting the flower back on the shelf for sale. What? The, the, and she goes, did you did you put a label on that? And she goes, oh, um, no. Then she's like, well, who's going to buy it then? You're just putting it back there. It's just going to sit there and no one's going to buy it. Like, what the, like, I, let me talk to your manager. And she, so she went over. 
she goes over to this lady and it was the manager. She's, hey, I just want to buy this one flower. I don't mean to be a Karen, okay? But I just want to buy this freaking flower. <laughs> and the manager go, and she goes, oh, okay, I can help. And my mom looks down at her name tag and it says Karen. Oh, my God. No way. <laughs> I don't mean to be a Karen. Oh, my God. Oh, my uh, God. We were just talking about that, dude. Like, we were just talking about, what if someone's really nice and their name is Karen? Yeah. I meant to say Becky, not Karen. I don't mean to be a Becky. <laughs> turned out, turned yeah, out, it was an easy fix. Boop, boop. Here you go. Yeah. Like, what a lazy employee. Dude, like, you couldn't I'm... just, hey, I need a label for this. Thank you. Right. Or just to override, like type in the name flower $2. Also, a lot of times they can just be like, oh, it's $15. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Just make up something. Like, how much do you think it's worth? <laughs> but she was literally passing it on to the next cashier. Yeah. Uh, they'll take care of it. Talk about lazy. Oh, yep. God. That is so freaking funny. My mom, you know, my mom was trying to control her anger because, you know, that's got to piss you off. It's like, well, you, you just put it back on the shelf just to aggravate the next person like <laughs> you know, it's the only one that looks that way too and i was like oh God, yeah that's freaking hilarious and uh the depot they pride themselves on being like very good as far as customer service and i guess not you know all the time <laughs> well, this is well this is palatka all right flower yeah, at florida florida <laughs> <laughs> so i was gonna tell you <laughs> I was going to tell you, I've been playing this game called Among Us. And to our audience out there, anybody's listening, Among Us is this new game. You can play it on your phone. You can play it on a computer, wherever, Steam. And it's essentially uh, 10 guys, 10 people on a spaceship. And you have all these tasks you got to do to keep the spaceship running. Uh, or, or you lose. But you also have imposters on the spaceship who are not crewmates. They're pretending to be crewmates and they go around murdering you. And it, it could be one, it could be two or three, but you got to figure out who are the imposters and kick them out and then to win the game. So you're constantly being followed. You're like, oh God, I'm going in a dark corridor in the spaceship. And it's like a cartoony kind of game. And yeah. all of a sudden it'll just be like, they just chop your head off or like break your freaking neck. And I love being the imposter because then you're on the hot spot. You're in the hot seat. Trevor, where were you? Where you were in the left wing? Uh, where and so it's like a whole bunch of like lying and trying to figure out who's lying. It's like, oh, this is so good for the year 2020. <laughs> this game is so great. Like, cause you know everybody's quarantined, but then you're having oh, all these like yeah. group chats, like, who's lying? Huh? I see huh? It. That's your I... lying voice. I can tell. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a really fun game. I recommend it. I, I've been watching streams of it too on Twitch. Yeah. It, it's it's a very fun game to watch because you can hear people like lying or some people i found what's really effective is just not saying anything and just let other people use their paranoia to tear each other apart they'll be like no you did it i saw you and you're actually the one that's the killer but you're not let you're not saying anything you're just letting them argue amongst each other it's sort of like <laughs> taking the thing the movie the thing yeah. and actually making it like a cartoony game because in that movie everyone's accusing each other of being the thing like i don't know yeah, if you're yeah. the thing or you're the thing it's really just that's essentially what it is it's just on the spaceship instead of like a Antarctica so cool. base. Yeah, it's a really fun little game. You can play it for, yeah, you can play it for free on uh, uh, on your phone. Yeah, it's, it's production. It's a little hard though when you play in uh, just text chat 
rooms because it's hard to read people just through text because they'll be chatting like so and so did it but they could be just accusing that person and they they're the imposter so yeah it's really fun i i I highly recommend it's a fun way to pass the time it's pretty addictive you do the online play yeah yeah okay it's yeah it's a lot of fun try it out because it makes you feel clever too and you figure out who did what like wait a minute all these little cartoon space spacemen it looks like <laughs> yeah it's like wait a minute he went that way and i found the body right there okay he did it he's got he has to be i ousted this one guy i was like i know he did it i hit the mercy uh meeting button yeah i like called everybody into the meeting so like, he did it i know it because he went here to, and he was not the imposter i felt so bad i was like i'm sorry dude I, I kicked you out and you died sorry sounds like a weird like uh modern day kind of clue type game yeah it, it's like that and it also reminds like, me of like a bunch of like movies to paranoia movies yeah. you know like it's real fun it's real fun yeah i'll check it out for sure but it's definitely when i leave after playing the game i leave to go places i'm very yeah. aware i have my bs meter set on super sensitive because like anything <laughs> anybody says to me i'm like are you lying to me are you the imposter? Like, you know what I mean? Constantly, like, overreading every interaction. Uh, it, it, it sticks with me for a couple of hours. Uh, like, even funny. when I, yeah, it's like my third eye's open or something, you know? Huh. What did they most mean time, when they said, are you, do you want fries with that? Huh. Hmm. Is he sneaking in the spit? What's he going? What's going on here? <laughs> He's very friendly when he took my cash. Huh. Is she an alien? She didn't put the label back on that flower. She put it back right. on the show. She's a surrogate or imposter. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fun game, but it nice. does stick with you. It does stick with you. Speaking of um, phone game, uh, have you got the new iOS 14 update? Yes, I'm trying to get used to it. I've oh, man. hung up on a few people already. It's a lot. It's um, <laughs> it's really glitchy too. Like certain apps I'm yeah. opening keep freezing. I'm like, oh, yes. And it, it it makes me really scared about Neuralink and like autopilot right. in cars. Like anytime you have a massive update, it's like, oh god, this is gonna kill so many people. Like, like, and that's talking about full self driving. Like anytime you have an update, especially when it's a big one, you're gonna have bugs every yes. time. That you can't avoid it. So before you get out and yell, see, Apple sucks. Their new update has problems. Like oh, everybody's got software bugs, dude. Get over it. Um, that's what worries about Neuralink. It's like we just updated new massive uh, Neuralink 7.0 update. Like and you start like freaking out and you jerk the <laughs> steering wheel while you're driving. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's why I'm like, I don't know. About software or you, the, you do the update head. and instantly crap your pants. <laughs> <laughs> all right did that, oh damn i just did pants <laughs> all of a sudden you see on the highway cars like wrecking and oh my god what happened did everybody have like a stroke no we we're all just sh- our pants everybody did everybody did the update at the same time everybody's like nope. unanimous everybody's like unanimously lying to each other like an among us uh, nothing happened uh i'm just yeah. gonna go home now why are you walking weird to see here <laughs> Don't don't you want to trade shoes. insurance information? Like, no, I gotta go. Oh my god! And they're they're gonna have the people who are like the hippie vegan people who are starving. Yeah, nothing come out, so they're they're fine. <laughs> Just air. I'm empty. <laughs> Ugh, I'm starving. I've taken a. I'm doing a cleanse right now, so there's nothing there. Just water. <laughs> Tea leaves. Actually, that's the hardest stuff to hold in when you're having like a water diet. Just like it just like squirts out. Yeah, like, oh God! Yeah. Oh, it's on my underwear now. 
<laughs> Have you never done a fast? I've done uh, a one day fast. It was really hard. I did a 12 hour fast, like after the moment I woke up, 12 hours, and then okay. I ate. But uh, yeah, it definitely makes you realize you don't like not to be super serious or whatever, but you it changes the way you look at food. Yeah. Like uh, I notice now, like as I get older, like the whole like you have to eat three meals a day and they have to be huge meals. Like that's the dumbest thing ever. You realize how stupid it is. Um, maybe when you're growing up, that's fine. But when you're older, you don't need that. You don't yeah. need that. It's much. a cultural meme for sure. It's definitely something that's like brought up from like the I definitely noticed if I if I eat like the three American meals a day, I feel like garbage. Like I <laughs> yeah, just feel sluggish. Yeah. I feel like I can't do anything. I need four, 14 <laughs> cups of coffee at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah. Like the yeah, I do. No think about a traditional American breakfast, like biscuits and gravy to start. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you eat that and then you eat a sandwich for lunch. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We'll start my day with some cement and some sausage. Some waffles and some <laughs> just bacon and just slather <laughs> all my face. And like, oh, I'm sleepy now. Like, let me eat a sandwich for two hours later. Like, no, it's like you're not going to be able to do anything. And don't get me wrong, people. I love some good hearty breakfast, but when I do have a good hearty breakfast, I have no plans on doing anything. Like, no. It's it's one of those mornings where like me and wife were like, you know what? Let's just have a good old hearty big ass breakfast and just go back to bed. Because that's usually what you want to do when you have that kind of breakfast. It doesn't get you to go. It doesn't give you energy. It makes you sleepy. <laughs> mm-hmm. A good breakfast is usually like a piece of fruit and uh <laughs> some water, green tea <laughs> some green tea like liquid you know liquid you know it's also like it's like a morning sex day when you have morning sex you know you're not getting anything productive done for the rest of the day yeah. oh god yeah yeah you're, you're pretty like, much done. yeah we did it and then uh we ate a big breakfast and then uh, oh yeah uh, out <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that's when you know you got no plans sex yep. in the morning and then breakfast and then a cigarette in your waffle. <laughs> Put out your cigarette. <laughs> Go get some Waffle House and be done. <laughs> you can just get Waffle House anytime and be done. Oh, oh my God, cake. man. Oh. I'll tell you what, though. That was some good-ass 3 o'clock in the morning food that we, when we visited Arkansas best last summer, we were drunk as hell. Got to Waffle House about 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. It was so good. They don't need to set up those traps on highways and stuff to catch DUIs. All they need to do is just go to the Waffle House and sit there right. like a little, like there. a little, yeah. like a little rabbit trap. Yeah. <laughs> let people eat their food gotcha. and as soon as they're leaving. Just say, hey, "Come on over here first before you leave." <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. They're always yeah. here at three a.m. in Waffle House. Yeah. <laughs> Never fails. Same thing with hookers. Uh, caught them. <laughs> yeah right she like, was behind that she was behind that truck stop next to the waffle house <laughs> i just don't understand like why the whole war on prostitution that makes no sense that could be a whole oh episode. you're getting political now yeah man i just i don't know you just it's pissed off <laughs> yeah. you just pissed off like well i don't know i don't know to be honest i don't know the demographics behind like right the belief Sex. in Men that want to have sex that can't get any because they might be not very attractive or no personality, so they pay somebody to have sex with them. That's evil. What? You know, it's really funny, but it's 
it gets me every time is that episode of South Park when Butters says to Kyle, you got to pay for it uh, in some way or some shape or form. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna either you got to deal with her yeah, problems right. or you got to pay for it cash wise. Yeah. Like and Butters yes. is like a little pimp. <laughs> Butters bought but that, a bitch. That's a good episode. Yeah. And I was thinking <laughs> that's exactly what every pimp probably his uh, mantra is. You got to pay yeah. for it in some shape or form. Yeah. You're going to pay for it cash. You're going to pay for it with your life, you know, either way. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Man. South Park preach preach yeah i don't know like the places it's funny places that it, where it's legalized it's funny that the whole like the whole like trafficking and see the, this is the the issue for me it's like in some places girls are kidnapped and then put into it like a slavery kind of thing and yeah. so to me it's the it's one of the it's like the wall thing again i i, I see the massive benefit in places like Amsterdam and stuff. It's like, Oh, it's just like buying a beer. Or, you know, it's like, Hey, you have this thing I want. And the person's like negotiates with you. And then it's like a haggle, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Some places it really works really well. And I wish it was that way. Like, cause like you said, you have some guys who just, they can't get it. Yeah. And, uh, honestly too, I think, I think it's just, I think it's a confidence thing too. Like the last few generations in general are probably the worst at like, in terms of like social interaction. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so time. going up to somebody and then putting yourself out there, like, I like you. That's like absolutely terrifying yep. to a lot of people. What's up, baby? You want to do it or something or what's up? Yeah, that doesn't sound like what I'll say. <laughs> well, that's the one extreme. You have the one extreme is that yeah. they're they're way too afraid to go up in the first place. Or you have the yeah. the the douche guy. Like, hey, my name's Trevor Milton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You look pretty hot in that dress. You look good on my floor. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's how I feel. It's it's like uh, it's very complicated. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin with that because like not to get like overly political, but some things are just super complicated. Like yeah. I can't even pick a side, even though they're shouting at each other. Well, there's uh, I watched <laughs> some things that make sense, you know, but it's like, uh, I don't know, man. I this was is... watching this, uh, this documentary about prostitution and it was in Australia, I think. And they were talking about the, the both, the brothel, the brothels there. And the girls there are like totally legitimate. They they all have licenses, and they they're paid really well. They make like doctors' wages basically. And they were showing this guy that was taking his son there, and his son is is uh, he was like paraplegic, and he's like, you know, I know I'm not going to be able to get any regularly, so this is pretty much the only way I'm going to get any pussy. So, and it showed the whole process. He like went inside, and he you know saw his girl like, hey what's up you know i choose you and so she went was she a pokemon yeah. pika, pika. <laughs> i choose you I ash ketchup <laughs> rosy cheeks she went upstairs and uh she did this whole thing where she like checked his stuff out to make sure there was no like 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 critters running around you know so and no uh, bumps or critters right yeah no bumps or critters and <laughs> did a little cast exchange and did their thing and that was it it was like oh cool you know you had sex and she got paid win-win but 
I think that's part of the United States is that we're still in this country. We're still like kind of like there's a lot of basis on religion. And that's one of those things that's just. Oh, it's it's definitely, um, especially here in the West part of the world, uh, it's Protestant based yes. and um, Catholic based. Like, yes, if you go Mexico and South, it's all Catholic. And if you and if you go anywhere north of Mexico and well, you might get a little bit some Mormons and some Scientologists, but it's pretty much all Protestant based. Like, so yeah. all those ideals and beliefs and everything that's all ingrained in like uh, a lot of the laws and stuff so especially in state laws so i don't know Um, (laughs) and then you have vegas yeah exactly um i don't know man like it seems like it really works in some places to me it's a lot like drugs yeah and and in a lot of ways it's similar to drugs in, in the sense that people have this desire for it that just because you make it illegal doesn't mean people all of a sudden, oh, oh, my desire's gone. My desire yep. gone for sex. Oh, for drugs, getting high, it's gone now. Like, like it doesn't work like that. Like, yeah, I can't have sex because it's illegal. <laughs> like, okay, what? well, I guess I won't. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. It, not, it's the same thing with booze. As soon as you prostitute, <laughs> the way I look at it, it is, it is very similar. Prostitution is very similar to prohibition. It's like, yes, yeah, you yes. can make this illegal all you want, but somebody's gonna make some yep. money doing it, and somebody's gonna, you know, be trafficking people into boats and you know getting them across yep. borders and then using them uh in, a, in like a, a black market kind of dealio you know so maybe it should be legal you know like and it's so like easy when you're like driving up and down aurora just you know there's other places i'm sure la has their own little spots but dude you're driving up and down this like a not even a mile stretch and i i literally saw like 10 different girls that you know Hundred percent are prostitutes. Oh, that reminds me of that story. So I was on Aurora. To our audience out there, I used to work at Sam's Club. This is where I met uh, Adam. Yep. Yeah, and and it's on Aurora, right? Isn't that where it's yeah. at? It's like right yeah. off Aurora. Oh yeah. And uh, I was going to the ATM because I forgot. I was like, oh, I need to get rent for my apartment. And I lived in North Seattle at the time, so it wasn't that far. Yeah. So I drove down there on the my way to work, and it was like seven in the morning. And I see them all lined up going to that same exact ATM. And I rolled my window down because I could not believe my eyes. I rolled my window down. They all turned and looked like, ooh, a prospecting customer. I'm like, no, no. I was just seeing, like, I was rubbing my eyes because I could not believe what I was seeing. All these hookers. I was like, oh, my God. They're all cashing in. They're all putting their money in their bank account. I was like, and then I said to myself, I'll get the rent later. (laughs) It's that ATM, right? It's that Bank of America ATM right next to that Jack in the Box. I could oh, not believe yeah. it. it was yep. 15 hookers all lined up yeah. in that Bank of America ATM. Know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> a buddy of mine was telling me too, he's like, the, the further north you go, the better. The further south you go, it's like the more uh, not so attractive ones. I feel like all the guys listening to this that don't get any are jotting down notes right now. Yeah. yeah. There's all kinds Where's of that? Uh, hotels all up and 114 down North. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting all like the addresses and the ATM GPS uh-huh. coordinates. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And you said you saw you 15 were looking at you? Okay. <laughs> I got at least one I can probably pick. Oh, God. I was driving down the other day and I saw this really just just smoking hot one. And she did the whole little wave and blow and kiss thing at me. I'm like, oh. You're so cute, but stop it. 
<laughs> I have to go home. My wife's pregnant and I'm married, by the way. So, but how much if I did? No. <laughs> I saw this SNL skit, Kristen Wiig. Oh, Kristen Wiig, and, yeah. And she's like really crazy and she's acting all crazy. And there's like a voiceover. And in the sketch, it's like, she lived in Vegas for seven years. <laughs> it's like implying she was a prostitute. Like, it was really funny. Just from that one line, you immediately knew what the hell they were talking about. Like, mm, she's yeah. probably a prostitute. Like, you can't trust her. She's crazy. <laughs> I mean, and she was acting all crazy and like jumping around and she like gagged a guy with her finger. <laughs> nice. it's a really good sketch gosh uh, Kristen Wiig man she's hilarious yes her there's this Rudolph. weird oh there's God. this really weird stigma like I don't know where it comes from but it's that thing of like women can't be funny it's like have you yeah. seen Kristen Wiig she's right. freaking hilarious like that's a South Park thing too with Cartman this whole thing with <laughs> women are funny <laughs> that that episode, he's yeah. like oh you're so funny wendy you're so funny haha <laughs> talk about a vagina you're so funny well that's like a stab at um what's her name uh, oh gosh i know you're talking about um and to be honest i never watched her stand up so i don't know i don't know if it's attack if south park is attacking her or oh my just gosh, making fun of like the way so- uh cartman thinks yeah. like that bias you know but yeah she's hilarious there's this, there's a sketch. Me and my mom would always reference it, and Kristen Wiig's in it. It's an SNL sketch, and she's always off beat when she tries to come in to sing to the piano. Don't make me sing. Oh, yeah. Don't make me yes. sing. She comes over, and you know it's a Kristen Wiig idea because she's yes. so into it. She's like, "Don't make me sing." What? We're not asking you to sing, Margaret. Okay. <laughs> she's like, um. "Okay, I'll sing." And she goes up to the piano, and they're like, "All right, let's go." And they starts, and then she's like missing the cue you know so like, oh, yeah. you didn't tell me where to come in i don't know where to come in don't make me sing and like she's like sucks she's so and funny, this, dude and there's this other one she, there's this other one she's uh i can't remember the name it's like lily or something and she's always trying to one-up somebody yes, yes. the guy goes yeah, my son plays guitar. She's like, my son, he uh, created the guitar at seven. And like, she's like just constantly wanting upping everybody. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah, it's it's really good. Check she's that the out. Target woman, Target lady. Oh god, spot on. Like Jesus. you know, you know, Kristen went to a lot of targets. Yes, and what's the one she does with the? She does the character with the little hands. She got the little fake. Oh, you know, with the uh, little hands. I don't know what the character is, but she's just so weird. I have little hands. <laughs> you can tell like they're the one, fake, but it's so funny. I like the one where uh, there's this SNL sketch with Kristen Wiig. It's the one where she plays like the, oh, I'm the pretty hot girl. And then she's like, but she always does like these gross things, like grosses out all the guys oh, in the cabin. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, I just got to get some gas out. <laughs> <laughs> just letting her all like looking at her like oh and then she's oh, like <laughs> and then she goes oh i want this apple it looks so good and she goes like to buy the apple and she does like the ugliest face when she eats the apple like viciously i'm like oh my god it is so hilarious uh, i need to find uh, i need to look up her like just a smorgasbord of her stuff it's so good yeah it's she's definitely her and um uh bill Hader are definitely like oh, oh my god yeah like that standout performers. Yes. Yeah. The comedian we're talking about was Amy Schumer. 
That's where Cartman's making fun of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, I think that's just like a a making fun. I don't think Trey and Matt feel that way. I think they're just no. making fun of guys who say yes. things like that. Like right. uh, this hard line: only men are funny. Like, well, it could be just men that try to be more funny than women. And that like, women you know are only like, funny when they talk about their vagina. My vagina. Oh, my vagina. Yeah. I think I that's I think that's like that attack on that. <laughs> because I have heard that before. Like, oh, women aren't funny. I'm like, yeah. um, all you got to do is click on Kristen Wiig. Yeah. And pretty you'll be funny, man. <laughs> busted out laughing. Sarah like, Silverman's pretty damn funny. Oh, man. She's great. And that uh, Seinfeld episode yeah. with Kramer. Yes. Uh, it, Kramer, uh, it's, it's, she's great in that. But there's a really great part where Kramer uh, trades places with uh, uh, Seinfeld, right? Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. And there's like a doll in Kramer's room that keeps skidding across the room. And Jerry's like, <laughs> he's like trying to sleep. Jerry's trying to sleep in Kramer's room. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. Kramer's trying to stay the night with what's-her-face, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Sarah Silverman. But there's that doll, like that creepy like Annabelle doll scrolling and you see the shadow. <laughs> it's so great. It's shot perfectly. And then Jerry's like, <laughs> he's trying to sleep. Oh my god! And then he goes back to his his normal room, and then the doll's back again. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why you remind me of that, but yeah, Sarah Sarah Silverman's in that episode. I think that's her first like sitcom appearance. Oh, okay. She's like really young in that, but she's good in that too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird, man. Like, um, I don't know where that started from. I don't know either. There's some really good female comedians for sure. Um. Melissa McCarthy, oh my God, crack. You know, I think also it comes from that ignorance too. Like men can't be prostitutes Uh, for women. I mean, oh, there's a thing. I've I went down that rabbit hole of there's male escorts. Oh yeah, women will hire women will just hire you just to be arm candy, just to go with them to events and stuff. For women, it's not so Mm -hmm. much about the sex part. It's more about the just being like being there and listening and you know going out to eat or whatever. Well, a lot of it's too is like, it's to get people off your back. Yeah, like, yeah. Margaret, when are you gonna get a man? When you're like, oh, I'll just go hire this guy to go yep. to this dinner because I don't feel like looking for a guy. Yep. <laughs> Dealing with a dude. <laughs> I'll pay this story, guy just to uh, be with me. My friend Noel and me, uh, we, we he he had this friend that she was starting an escort service. This is back in Arkansas, and she was wanting us to be like me and Noel to be part of her business and to be like dating women that were, you know, like you said, that just wanted to hang out and stuff. We were, I actually, I was going to do it. I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. You know, it's whatever I'm down. Never did though. So, but yeah, it was totally like out there to offer. Like, just want to get this going. Like business venture didn't partake though. Did I tell you I had this dream? It was not too long ago. I've been having really weird COVID pandemic dreams, but this, but they have nothing to do with the pandemic. They're just, I've just been having a lot of weird dreams lately. I had this dream where I, I thought I booked this job. I thought I was like a really good, like just like commercial acting job, you know? Mm. And I showed up and they're like, oh no, this is a, this is a porno. I was like, oh, oh shit. And you know, in my dream, I'm like, and actually I'm, I'm totally reacting to this. Like, like I would really react in real life. Like, I don't know if I could do this. This would ruin me. Like, what, what, what would my mother think of me if I did pornography? You know what I mean? Like, I'm all taking it so seriously in my dream. And I'm like, I don't know if I can go through this. And then I see the girls getting de- uh, derode. I'm like, 
I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like changing my mind a little bit. And then I'm like, I, I, I can't do it. And I'm like, and then I'm like sitting there and then we're doing our photos and, you know, I'm like, I, I can't do this. I can't do it. Then I woke up <laughs> Oh man! And I, and I was like, I had a conscious. That's good. <laughs> I was like patting myself on the back. I was like, I didn't just go straight to like, yeah. I was like, I was like contemplating my life choices and, having a family like what's gonna happen with my life you know if i do my wife watches this someday (laughs) yeah man i was literally thinking like that like it's like good for me good for good on me (laughs) so if you were a female and you walked into a office setting and you saw the black couch you would have been like i don't think i can do this (laughs) no i'd be totally opposite like yes sign me up (laughs) the devil's in the corner he's got the horns and everything he looks like Al Pacino from Devil's Advocate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, the first thing I'm gonna need you to do is uh <laughs> do you think oh that would ruin the pornography industry? Since we were talking about prostitution earlier, like if you legalize that, how done would porn would be? You know what I mean? Like porn's already yeah, been dying. Yeah, I mean, as far as just purchasing porn, it's yeah. Does that, ever, know, does that still... ever make you shake your head? Like, who's purchasing porn? Right. Yeah, definitely. I've had friends, like, uh, the guy I used to work with, he had this whole, like, he was a, a porn addict. Like, he had a, literally had a separate file on his phone where he kept all his porn. And he had, like, a ton of porn. It just got me thinking, like, I don't, I, I don't get, like, I, I've looked at porn. I've watched porn. But. The porn addiction thing, I just don't get. I don't get that. Like when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. I mean, you know notice when I mean, you're right? done with it. Yeah. You ever notice when you're done with it? You look at it and you're like, oh, it's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. That's just so bad. Ew. I can't believe those girls are doing that. <laughs> I can't believe I, I got off to this donkey and the horse. And the... <laughs> they say this is what I've heard is that the only time there's the one time in a man's life is that. The only time he thinks like a woman is like the 10 or 20 seconds after you have an orgasm. It's like the only time in your life that you ever think like a woman. You're like, oh, <laughs> I just don't know. I just really want to do something emotional. <laughs> it's, not emotional it's the oxytocin. Yeah. You're being dosed with oxytocin? Yeah. Yeah. You you don't. That's the one time in your life as a man you're not, you're not thinking about sex. Like sex is not. You definitely like notice. 10 seconds or so. You definitely notice you come to your senses even when you're yes. even when you're drunk and you're trying to have like a one night stand uh, yeah. uh, uh, oh god i gotta get out of here <laughs> i'm in a trailer in the middle of nowhere in the desert what am i yep. doing here like she dragged me out here <laughs> oh my god i've been and there you get so outside and you're like and then you hear like a barracuda and a lion yeah. outline you're like oh i gotta get back in there <laughs> see that you came back uh, <laughs> no, she's one of the Marge sisters. I see that you came back. Oh God! <laughs> I sobered up too. <laughs> we can't do this anymore. Can oh, I? Can I get a dude. ride home? <laughs> I've been places before where, like, while I was inside doing what I was doing, I was I was concerned about my car getting broken into. <laughs> Let me finish up so I can make sure my car is good. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it definitely. You start thinking more about personality after yeah. you uh, finish. Yes. You start thinking, oh, am I vibing with this person? Am I... <laughs> yeah. This person. What am I really doing here? <laughs> Is this going anywhere? 
So this is kind of mean what I'm going to say, but uh, I'm going to say it anyways. Okay. You ever been to the bar or you've been in the club, you go to the dance floor and you meet someone and you realize you're dancing with them. Oh, this is, this is too easy. Like I, 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 this is just like, I don't know. It, it, it feels wrong. I don't know how to explain it, but it feels like you're like a, I don't know what it is. It's not that it's not there's not there's no chase. It just feels like you're manip- being manipulative. It's really weird. Yeah. I remember I was on I was I went to this party and it was actually here in LA. Not that was a couple of years ago. And I was I went and I'm meeting up with these 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 friends of my friends and and I went with a a, a, a coworker, an actor friend and and also an improv buddy friend. We all went and I noticed this girl, she's like, really, like, I could tell she's into me. So I go up to her and we're getting, and, we're, and I feel like, I feel like I have way too many notches on my best bedpost compared to her. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm like this sleazy pickup artist guy. You know what I mean? Like I start yeah. feeling oh, yeah. like, like I've had way more experience and I'm like, she's just like this innocent like flower that I'm like, and I got these like nasty hands. And I have like these nasty hands. I'm gonna like rip the flower up from the garden. You know what I mean? Like I just feel, I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like oh, I gotta find someone more on my level. You know what I'm saying? Like someone yes. who's manipulating me too. You know what I mean? Like I gotta go find the chick who's giving me the runaround. You know, and got me yeah. wrapped around their fingers. So like, well, you're taking a chance too on her, like being attached. You know, what if it's her first or second time, or what if it's her? Yeah, it's just a weird yeah. vibe, and I'm sure everyone's yeah. felt that with anyone they've they're even just dating dating like formally not even just trying to get one night stand or whatever you know just dancing in the club you just get that vibe yeah. like i have way more experience than this person like i need to go find yeah. somebody more on my like level kind of uh yep i don't know it's Actually, really weird I dated her like that i dated her for not i didn't date her very long but we 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 never had sex but we came close a few times and i never could do it i just was like because i knew that this exact thing you're talking about i'm like i know this girl's not done a lot of stuff i just i couldn't do it i just was like ah, i just i'd always stop and be like oh yeah let's just let's go ahead and uh you know end the date or whatever whatever it was so yeah i know exactly what you mean it's like taking candy from a baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it feels like it's like it's uh... like okay you almost think like you think in advance you're like how am i gonna feel when this is over i'm not gonna feel very good about myself <laughs> yeah I, just, you know... I think i think i think i kind of put it perfectly the way i feel it's like i want to i want it to be like a dance like a balance like a yes, um, like yeah. we're both manipulating each other <laughs> i know that sounds kind of messed up but you know what i'm saying yeah, she wants something too like she's she's getting something out of it too she's like I, I want some satisfaction from you and i want you to give it to me and now i'm gonna mm. give you some of mine too so is just, the, it's uh giving you my seed that's my <laughs> biggest problem with it it's like to me I think it's just an ego thing or something, but I can't, I can't do the prostitution thing, man. Like I can't, yeah. like I got to feel that they want me on the other end. If yeah. I don't feel that at all, I, I, I'm like, I back off. I'm like, Oh, this is I weird. I do good at strip clubs either. Like that's the thing is I don't, I've gotten lap dances before. Where I've talked almost the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I've paid like the 20 something dollars. and I'm like half the song. I'm just talking. So what do you do? Oh yeah. You go here. Oh, cool. Oh, the song is almost over. I guess we need to get this going, the lap dance part. 
Yeah, I just that that has to be on the other end. That re- reciprocation, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yep. I don't know how yep. to really explain it. That feeling, but I I don't have yeah. that where they don't they're not interested in me either. I I just can't do it. I just I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that's just an ego thing or what. I don't know. I guess it's that longing to be wanted. I guess I, I know, know what you're talking about though, because I've thought about like, could I ever do prostitution thing? And I've I've been single, you know. I'm like, I've I've thought about it, but I'm like, I just like you said, I couldn't do it. I'm like, you're gonna pay this girl to come, you know, come over and do what you do, and then you know she's gonna be like, all right, see ya, and take her money and leave. You're just gonna be laying there like, I feel so used. <laughs> I paid for that, and it goes both ways too. Like, yeah. like the pornography thing, like. I'd feel like, oh, I feel kind of like empty inside and hollow. (laughs) Well, it's like the way I use it now and I'm I'm just, you know, not to get too detailed or anything, but it's just like, I just need, you know, I get the sensation. I need to, I got to focus on other things right now. Let me just do this, get rid of this, move on. Mm. There's no, there's, if I pull up any kind of porn, it's literally for about, a few minutes, you know, not, it's not like, Oh yeah, let me go to this one. Let me go to this one. Let me go to the, oh yeah, this one's good too. Uh, this one's good too. Yeah. Let me go to this one. Let me go. Uh, this one's good too. It's like, it serves a purpose, you know? Okay. Let me, I got to get ready to go do this. Let me, uh, do this real quick so I can do this. <laughs> yeah. You're pragmatic. It's, You're just realistic. Yeah. Get it is, man. It, that, that's that's my level like i've never like i said even before i've never been like a big time into porn you know like maybe when i was on meth for about a year or so <laughs> that's about it <laughs> that's a whole different level though porn for some reason it's the most amazing thing when you're a teenager i think it's because yes. it's overstimulating and then it becomes underwhelming compared to the real thing like there's nothing like quite like finding someone and that you enjoy being around like i don't know that sounds so cheesy and corny especially when we were talking about like like man prostitution might not be that bad but you know (laughs) i know we just like literally just sound sound hypocritical you know but yeah there is something very exciting about the real thing like just meeting someone and like oh I, i like dating this person there's something just that porn doesn't do uh it tries to and then oh my god pornography acting is the worst (laughs) (laughs) oh what are you trying to say stepsister oh do you feel like staying the night like you know it's just like terrible i was like oh god this is so awkward like i hate those you know i'd rather just get to the point just let's just do it that's why like casting couch is kind of good i mean i that's kind of my go-to sometimes because I'm like, okay, <laughs> you can edit right. this out. I'm laughing so hard. Yeah, yeah, we'll edit it out. But casting couch, <laughs> casting couch. I mean, it might be real. Like Eric, he swears it's like, oh, it's not real. No, it, none of it's real. It's like reality TV. Reality TV is not real either. Ninety-nine point nine percent of it's not. It's not real. Uh, so they know what they're doing. Yeah, well, you know, you know how I know because they'll be actually in a real porno. The oh, same gotcha, actress gotcha. will be in a real porno. Yeah, it's it's all. Okay. What they do is they um they sign like a contract. Uh, I've I've seen it. That's in my dream. It was it was just like this. So I was like, cause I've watched a documentary about the industry, and oh, that's God. why in my dream it was so realistic. Like, oh yeah, you came in this for this. We want you for this. And here's the here's the pay. You sign here. Like, 
it's very like like a like a you're signing contract like thing, you know. You got to pretend like you're an amateur now. Yeah, and you're putting on an act, and and then it, it yeah, it's it's one big like just show like reality TV. Oh, okay. it's it's uh, well, it's really popular. That's I get it. I get and I, I understand why they do that because that's a big time thing. Is like oh my god, these girls are totally don't know what they're doing. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, nobody really knows what they're doing. Like, yeah, you know, like it's hard to explain. I had this modeling uh, audition where I had to pretty much be in my underwear and groping this chick in her bikini. And I said to myself, this either looks super hot on camera or looks so freaking awkward and funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like We're just like, oh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. That had to be the worst oh, nice. thing on camera or the best thing on camera. Like, <laughs> You didn't have a sensation. <laughs> it was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was either the hottest thing ever or the most embarrassing thing ever on camera. And the girl, of course, she strikes me up after we leave. She goes, you're so confident and blah, blah. And I was like, I had no idea what the f- I was doing. I was literally just like <laughs> pretend making love to you. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know. And it was it was definitely some, let's just say it was not social distancing. It was, <laughs> it was skin on skin uh, simulated sex. But, uh, yeah, and maybe that's why I had that dream a year later after that yeah. audition. I didn't book the job, so I don't know. Oh. But you know, it's funny. There was a guy. It said on the casting, uh, thin guy, some muscle tone, and it was some overweight guy. The next guy that went in after what? me. Yeah, I was like, he's he doesn't fit the bill. <laughs> he gets to grope these ladies, and he doesn't fit the what? bill. <laughs> wow. What was it for? Oh, oh, what was it for? It was um. I think it was just like like a, a cologne thing, or it's what you. That do. was a good casting call, man, because they're, they're everybody there was good looking. Even the guy who was like over, even the overweight guy, he was a handsome guy in the face, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're you're finished with it, and you're like, if I yeah. get this, this is awesome. <laughs> if I don't, that was awesome. <laughs> there's a lot of jobs. There's a lot of jobs like that. I'm looking at you, Kevin Spacey and Weinstein, like. Mm. See, that's the situation. That's the situation where they did, like, they, they. It's like the casting couch almost kind of thing, but they were actually getting caught up and doing those kinds of things. It's like they were totally using their, their, they were abusing their power. You know, like, oh well, I, you want to, you want to make it in this industry, don't you? Well, here's what you have to do. And I get the feeling it was a lot more awkward and negative vibe feeling and creepy because I've been on shoots where I've been in my underwear and the camera guy, I was like, oh man, I'm getting like almost to the point where I want to get on Twitter and say something like this dude's a pervert. Like, oh yeah, really want wow. to see some nudity. And I said, no. And this other chick said, no, we're not doing that. And wow. he's just constantly put it. It definitely does not, uh, it doesn't feel that way like it it feels negative all the way i feel really you know i feel bad for the whole me too movement because that's how it really does feel it feels terrible it's like uh and i'm not saying like oh i was used it just feels like really gross and pervy and yeah it's like uh creepy you want to be don't you want to make it don't you want you want to be big right wasn't that it was the it was the constant well you did this for me you could do this too and that's i think that's how they get the girls like well you know, you got down you're in, in your underwear. Yeah, you're in your underwear. Well, you could just take them off, you know, like, and it's just like, oh, yeah. it's so sickening, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. why I'm like, 
I don't know. That's why I'm so, it's such a complicated thing. The whole, the whole sex sells thing is so complicated. It's really hard to say like where that line is. Um, right. Especially like, especially like in pornography, uh, what's his face is getting sexually accused of sexual assault. What's his name? Um, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. That's it. Yeah. yeah where, where is that line? Like, where is that? Cause like, Dude, is it you have sex all the time you're still you're still caught up molesting women like what the hell i don't know is it behind closed doors and he's trying to use it like a power thing like well i won't put you in this video unless you do this thing but maybe that's what it is it's got to be that power trip thing it can't be like for like a sex thing because i mean dude you've had sex more than a lot of men have had in their entire life you know <laughs> like it's I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think it's. Power it's definitely got to be like a. It's definitely got to be like a power trip yeah. thing. Like oh, yeah. I'm not putting you in the next video. Blah blah blah. Some creepy shit like that. And then it's that forcing it on them like, off off the job kind of thing. Yep. Well, now he's facing a lot of prison time. So. <laughs> so is Trevor Milton um, getting acute? Well, he's not facing prison time, but he's facing fraud prison time. Um, probably sometime in the future. Dude, did I call that or what? Hey, man, damn. I was like, wow, I was way ahead of the curve on that. Then I started watching everyone else say the same thing. I was like, oh, so everybody sees the red flags I see. That was one of our first podcasts we did when you were telling me about the Nicola, uh, their big gathering they had, where it was like. And it looked fake as hell. Yeah, it looked really <laughs> fake. And now it's like, oh, yeah. By the way, to our audience out there, update on the construction site. Uh, not much construction going on there. It's been it's been three months or something like that since like thirty days, sixty days or something. Um, Nicola is like not gonna be around anymore, pretty much. <laughs> and the funny thing is, the media is treating it like, oh, they'll they'll be okay. They got the GM. Right. I'm like, no, dude, you can't trust them. You can't trust Nicola. Who's gonna? They're not gonna. They're, there's no trust. Yeah. What do you mean? They don't have any technology. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's just a logo. It's just a brand. Like, it'd be like if I made up some random name told everybody how great wonderful thing is and it's just a logo at the end of the day it's like it's there's nothing behind it the trust there is so eroded how do you yeah how do you trust a company where they rolled the truck downhill and pretended it was a working truck <laughs> and then here's the funny thing they tried to sue they tried to sue tesla for stealing their design that that they even they didn't even design they bought that design from a third party they revealed that the third party revealed that nicola bought the truck design from them the outer look. So they didn't even do that. How do you trust them? So bad. How do you trust how do you trust the company, the guy who's getting sexual assault allegations and is getting fraud allegations and deleted his Twitter and just took off. Just left the company. Like, how do you well, like what are you talking about, MSNBC news? Like, what are you talking about? Like, GM's obviously gonna cancel this deal with Nicola. Yeah. Kramer sees it. Jim Kramer. The stock guy, yeah. Mad Money, he sees it from a mile away. I'm like, yeah, it's so obvious. This is going nowhere. This deal's going nowhere, and it's just going to be a poop stain on a freaking GM. Another poop stain. GM's like, God damn it. <laughs> I guess uh, we'll talk about Battery Day a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So very interesting. I, I enjoyed it. I I watched a little uh, synopsis and then like a. Uh, I watched the actual battery day presentation, but it was like a like chop down version. The highlights. I was like, yeah, the highlights. It was it was really interesting. I actually was like, wow, this is really cool. Biggest takeaway 
I realized, like, is that if you look at the body language on Elon Musk, when he's up there on stage, and I've seen him on stage a lot, he is so confident. His shoulders are all cocked back. If he just had sex, he's like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to win. Uh, <laughs> like, he's all relaxed and just, I mean, he's yeah. feeling good up there. I don't mean to make yep. fun of him. Like, he, he looked like, oh, man, his posture was just like, yeah game over checkmate we win like like (laughs) that was his vibe yeah just watching it too i was i was like wow this is this is why tesla is just so far ahead of everybody else and now they're even they're gonna be even further ahead and i think they're i think they're sandbagging a little bit i think they're i don't i think they're trying to avoid the osborne effect and to our audience out there osborne uh was a company a computer company where the CEO said, we're going to make this amazing computer next year, but go ahead and buy our current one. And nobody yeah. bought the current one because they wanted to wait to get the crazy amazing one the next year. I think that's what Elon Musk is trying to avoid by saying, oh, we don't know when this will be exactly finished. I think he actually yeah. knows a really good date. He just doesn't want to say it because he kept, I could tell he kept about to say something and someone interrupted him like, no, 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 yeah. don't say that, Musk. Or I can tell he caught himself too, where he almost, I swear to God, he almost said oh. they're building a factory in India. He almost slipped up and said something. I was like, did he, did he say he was about to build? Because he said something about a second location on, in Asia. Near, then he's like, uh, then he stopped. And I was like, was he about to say India? Because they were just talking about having a deal with the government, the Indian government. So that'd be a great market for them to you know, build a factory. Terra factories. That's the new, the new things they're talking about. I was looking at that. Yeah, the things they were all talking about were, I think, just went over everyone's heads. Because, yeah. like, terawatt, gigawatt, your eyes start to glaze over, like, 56% energy, t- like, you like anode, cathode. <laughs> Dude, I was looking at the long picture, like, big picture, though. Like, at the, like, the way they're thinking, too, though. It's like, we're producing these even stronger batteries that are smaller, that can produce in smaller factories that take up less carbon. They're actually bigger. The batteries are bigger. Oh, the batteries are bigger. Okay. Yeah, they're they're the from what I the takeaway was they these why these batteries, the smaller yeah. ones, the I think this is like a two the twenty one seventies or whatever, seventy eights. The smaller ones that right now they have these little wires that have to go to each individual's battery, the actual little battery cell thing to take out the heat. The to relieve the heating and cooling of the battery pack. Well, with the tabless design, there is no tab, that little wire that cools it. So you can just increase the diameter, increase the the uh, volume of the battery, not the diameter, the volume, and you can essentially get more energy. And also, you don't have to have that because the way it's designed, it keeps itself cool. The electron has less distance to travel, so it generates less heat because... Oh, yeah of the distance it has to travel. So the more distance that electron has to travel from anode, cathode, whatever, yeah. the discharge and the charging, the further it has to go, the more friction it creates. Yep. So it creates more, dissipates more heat. So it causes heating problems when you increase the battery size. That was the problem. So they, uh, you know, in layman's terms, they just essentially figured a way from the ground up how to make the battery bigger and also not require as much cooling. Yep. So, and because of that, they can get rid of all that crap that weighs down the yeah. battery packs, like all the, all the excess, the tabs and all the, the, all the, like the harness and everything. They could just go body, boom, yep. battery pack, 
and it's part of the structure and it makes manufacturing far easier. I mean, it was just, I can't even, I don't even know where to begin with this event because it's like everything they said was amazing. Yeah. But it's, see, the thing is, it's all sciencey and engineering and it's like, it just goes over stock analysts' head. Well, yeah. They they were expecting some revelations. A new car. There's just something. Yeah, they're just expecting something flashy. Like a guy drives up on stage. Yeah, "Yeah, this is the new cyber car. Like, you know, they're not. They're not. They're not engineering chemists, guys. They're so far ahead of the game on just so many things. Like, I don't get a lot of the stuff. Like, I'm trying to pay attention and trying to understand, like the silicone, like that being a big time raw metal silicone. Like, what? Okay, cool. That makes sense. But yeah, just their their whole process of trying to manufacture and and, and cut out middleman, you know. Oh, and here's the thing too: is they they took they handpicked certain investors yeah. from that investor day, uh, battery investor day. They took them back to the prototype manufacturing lines, and almost unanimously, they all agree like, "Oh, dude, this is so futuristic! Like these robots are just moving super fast. It's like a bottling plant. Like everything's just constantly moving. These robots are grabbing it. It's like just move, move, move. Like there is no stopping." Before, like Elon said, you had to stop, dry this thingy, then pull this thingy out, and then it prepare it, and then, then you hand it up. That's just so slow. Like, dude, I got to produce way more batteries. Like, I can't. This has got to be a nonstop, like a Coca-Cola manufacturing plant. You know, just the bottles are constantly moving, you know. That's what it looked like when watching the, the batteries go through the process. It was like a... It was like a bottling company from the year 2200. Like, it was super futuristic looking. I was like, whoa, because if you saw those robot arms going to the shelves yep. and pulling out the material is like it was really fast and very like futuristic but they got to see it in person so i'm pretty sure yeah. it was impressive because they were impressed with it um oh yeah they didn't show that on camera though like all the i guess because they don't want to give it away to people you know how they're doing it yeah. you don't want to give out too much i think that's the problem with this event uh Elon didn't want to give out too much information, like exactly when the $25,000 car will be out, when exactly the, the batteries will be in the cars and the Model Y, because he, he doesn't want people to wait to buy a car. Yep. He wants them to buy a car today. So and That's what a lot of people are talking about, too, is they were like, yeah, he's, he's talking about a cheaper Tesla, and they were like, well, he didn't really say much about it. He just said, well, maybe we'll have that. Well, he's there's a strategy behind that, too, like you said. He's not going to say tell everybody that's buying the model y for 60,000 like oh why don't you just wait for like you know six months when we come out the 25,000 <laughs> get the model y now and then get your kid the six to 25,000 one yeah and the problem is you know this is the problem you're going to get with tech you know like i bought my ag my mini, uh, imac mini and literally like yeah. a month later the new apple iMac Pro comes out. You know what I mean? It's like a new iMac 2020 and it's way better. I'm like, ah. but I had to have a computer. I couldn't wait any longer. But yeah. because of the Osborne effect, if I was that willing to hold out, I would have, I would definitely got mad and then said, well, I'm going to send this back to Apple and get that new one. You know what I mean? So I can yeah. totally see why he's doing it. Like there is a real thing. He's got a fine line. He's got to walk. You know, he's got to, keep people interested and excited and he's excited obviously because he's so confident like you can see in his shoulders and the way he's stand he feels really good to be up there he's just feels so good about the team and everything like he really thinks that what they're doing is going to 
push sustainable energy faster and better than anyone else, especially in manufacturing oh, yeah. of those batteries. You don't realize it too. A lot of people don't, don't, they don't understand the, um, the dynamics between Tesla and like, you know, Audi's, Audi's making electric cars now. Like it's way different. It's not even close. Like <laughs> the Chevy Volt is, there's no comparison between the Chevy Volt and the Tesla Model Y. Oh yeah. The- Speaking of comparison, I was trying to wrap my head around like, okay, they're like the Apple of, uh, it's like a Apple, uh, Apple. They're like an Apple that makes cars, but there's also because of like the whole brand fanboy thing. But there's also another thing. They're similar to Microsoft in a way. Back in the '90s, Microsoft really had no competition. Like I don't ever remember using a different software. Like if you didn't have a Mac, you used Windows. Like there was no other. There was no other choice. Like it was either this thing or this thing. And there was no like, oh, this is things a little bit better. There was nothing. And I was yeah. thinking like, the same's going to happen with Tesla. Like it's either this thing or Tesla. And I think most people are going to choose the Tesla. It's like, it's the Microsoft problem. Uh, you didn't choose the Mac. The Mac was too expensive in 95. The Mac was like three grand. Like you ain't going to pay that much on. The only person that had that was the rich person with the three story house and seven bedroom home. That was the only person I got the Mac in Florida. And they were still trying to figure it out. The Mac wasn't, they were, they were trying to get their, their, uh, their customer base. And I'm not crapping on Apple. I'm just saying like, you just, you just had two choices. It was either this or that. And and I think it's going to come down to it. Some EV that maker we don't even know about yet. It's going to come down to that or Tesla. It's not going to come down to any of the internal combustion engine companies right now. I don't think. Well, even, what's the, the latest one? The newest one that's the based out of Arizona. I can't uh, the Lucid Air. Lucid Tesla, one of the Tesla engineers is heading it, but they said they're still like years, like three or four years away from having like, you know, availability to uh, as far as like, you know, Tesla, like you, you buy it today, you get it like in a few weeks, like they're like years, like you buy it today, you get it three or four years from now. So that's like way far behind. And the reason I compare tesla a little bit to microsoft is like apple had a lot of competition tesla has none microsoft had none microsoft literally had to give money to apple to pretend they had still had competition that's how bad it got for apple uh apple didn't start doing good until steve came back steve came back and turned everything around uh apple was doing terrible under i can't remember his name but it was played by uh what's his name from dumb and dumber (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Jeff Daniels. Yep. I always think his name is wrong. He's that actor. I always think I'm getting the name wrong, but I'm actually getting the name right. And so I never say it. I'm like, Jeff Daniels? No, it's not him. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So who's Tesla competing against? Yeah. Like in the EV space? No one. Like they're not competing against anybody. They're competing against themselves. Like uh, who? I, I don't know. I, this is the way I look at it. So-and-so goes to a dealership. They get haggled and bothered oh the the maki the blah blah blah. it's electric needs no maintenance blah blah oh that's wonderful and then they see the tesla for a little bit cheaper and they're gonna oh i can get this delivered to my door why would i and it has self-driving and all like why would i even buy the ford you know what i'm saying oh yeah it's there's no competition there like this this thing has way more features it's like windows versus linux (laughs) you're gonna go with windows 
it's like, oh, I can use my mouse and click on stuff. Like what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the comparison I I think is justified. Is like, oh yeah, man. They're they're a little bit Microsoft and a little bit Apple. Yeah, I. I it's like this weird hodgepodge because or like this weird uh, spliced together company. Like it's got so many elements of Apple with all the vertical integration and the brand recognition and the fanboys, yep. but then it also has like this huge software edge over every other car maker like Microsoft had over every other computer maker, like your IBM and stuff like that. They, they totally missed the boat on software. Oh, yeah. they, they were so focused on hardware and businesses. They missed the whole desktop revolution. Like, Oh, personal computer. They, they totally missed it. And Microsoft just saw it coming a mile away. And Apple did too, to be honest. But, um, but, uh, just something tells me, something tells me Tesla's biggest competition won't exist for a while. Oh, no, no, not at all. Not uh, at I'm all. not talking about that. I mean, I don't even think company, the, the company has even been founded yet. I, yeah. I, if I had to be like Mr. Nostradamus and make a prediction, it's going to be a company that. What if it's Apple? What if Apple decides to make an electric car? <laughs> that would be interesting. Um, I think it might be a company that gets into the EV space, maybe 2025, that gets yeah. founded in like 2023, and then the guy is just the guy who's heading it, or the girl, or gal, whatever, is just super excited about EVs. Yeah. And maybe it's a Chinese car maker. I don't know. Um, but I, de- I definitely think to be competitive with Tesla, you have to be just as happy and confident and excited as Elon about it. And they're still going to be so far behind because, I mean, the battery pack is the one of the main things for the electric car. Well, see, that's car. the thing. When you're far behind and you've got weights tied to your leg, like four and up, they all have weight and baggage and, and, and all that. They can't move fast, so they can't catch up. There's no way. They would have to literally go, Ford would have to turn around and say, you're all fired, you're fired, you're fired, shut that plant down, shut that. They're not going to do that. You know, they got investors. You know, they're not going to do that. So... It's just like IBM. IBM wasn't going to do that. Oh, the personal computer thing's taken off? Okay, uh, well, let's keep on doing what we've been doing. You know, they're not going to... We're going like, to make more cash registers. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I really don't... This battery day really revealed to me how much of a moat there is between Tesla and everybody else. And it's growing fast. Like, it's... I think what Musk, Musk really... If you're an investor, check him out. Musk said as most companies get bigger, they start to slow down in terms of growth. Tesla is actually going to start speeding up. Uh, my thesis, I was thinking a trillion dollar company, but I was comparing it. I told you earlier, I was yeah. comparing Tesla's future market cap evaluation to today's maxed out market cap evaluations. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. I'm comparing it to today's Apple, today's Amazon. But yeah. Apple and Amazon might be worth $3 trillion, $4 trillion by 2030. What's to say that Tesla doesn't get to $4 trillion by 2030? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was looking at it like, there's no room to grow. They can only get to $1 because that would put them at Amazon. But it's like, yeah, but you're thinking current day market caps. You're not thinking about 2030 market caps. Like, a $5 trillion yeah. company might not be that absurd by the year 2030. Like, and I think, uh, Amazon, I think, Tesla could be one of the biggest companies, if not the biggest, 
company in 2030. I don't think it's crazy to say that from what I saw on Battery Day. I was like, okay, nobody's doing anything remotely close. The boring tunnels too. I mean, just getting started with that. That's not even, that's, that's, I mean, think how revolutionary and, and change, like as far as like traveling, that'll be like you said, with the go to the boring tunnel, you, you know, you, or go to the tunnel, attach your car to the, to the thing and you just kind of chill. And it's like, okay, well, that's just, that's, that hasn't even really gotten going yet. I think too, uh, Elon, he might be aware of this, but like, man, short haul flights are screwed. I was driving and I was thinking, you know, just podcast alone and like podcasting on YouTube, you could just close out the window and listen to the audio. Yeah. This helps my four and a half hour drive so much. Yep. Like imagine if my car was driving itself and I can watch, and by law, I was allowed to watch Netflix on my screen in the, in the seat, right? Yeah. Dude, like, why would anybody pay 150 bucks to fly 400 miles when I just yeah. avoid the traffic going to the airport? Because going on the 405, on the 405 <laughs> to get to like the airport, it takes forever. Yep. Like it does. And to, then to park it and then pay the money for, to park your car at the, because you also got to pay $60 a day for your car to be at a garage or $100 a day. And then you got to, it's a whole hassle, man. Like, Oh, dude, you're just going to get in your car that's fully electric. It's got a 550-mile range, fully autonomous, or maybe even greater than that by the time this is a common thing, the full self-driving. Dude, short-haul flights are screwed. Like, if I want to go from Malibu to San Diego or Tijuana, I'm just going to take my Tesla. I'm not going to get in a plane. Like, I can just binge watch Stranger Things season five at that time, you know, or whatever season it's on. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's totally, I, I don't see, I don't see the airlines recovering uh, as strong as they were previously. Well, there's not much incentive. Like you said, there's not, what's the draw, you know, especially with COVID still being a big thing too. I want to get this big aluminum tube with, you know, 200 other people and one of them, one or two of them probably might have COVID and they're coughing and breathing and it's just recirculating. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I told, I told, uh, I told someone, I don't know who it was. It might've been like just my sister. And I was like, you know, I feel like this is going to happen in reverse though. As we get out of the pandemic, it's going to happen in exactly in reverse. Uh, all the countries will lift all the restrictions and everything towards the end of the pandemic saying like, Oh, we're not going to even check your temperature at the airport. We're not going to, uh, planes will be packed full and then tourism will be all completely back to normal. That's when you know the pandemic is officially over. Like everybody's just back to tourism mode. Like like airline American Airlines is packed <laughs> and everybody's going to Tijuana, like, you know, or Tahiti or whatever, you know. That's when you know it's gonna happen reverse because that was the first thing that closed, right? So it'd be like reverse, you know, like and then we so slowly started saying, Okay, we need to put on masks and now we need to, you know I think it'll exactly happen just like that. Because I've noticed lately the mask thing is starting to starting to like get less i notice like i'll even be like do i really need this thing on i feel kind of ridiculous wearing this thing now. yeah yep. like you know what i'm saying it's like a, um not to be in like an anti-masker just saying like it must be because i'm seeing more people's faces yeah. like they're taking their mask off on their way to the car in the parking lot you know maybe there's this like a collective this thing is not as deadly as we thought you know like a, that kind yeah, of yeah and it's like it's it's going to be fully gone whenever there's like the vaccine, you know, like the flu vaccine. 
get your yeah. get your COVID shot. Come by Walgreens, get your COVID shot. Then you know that by that time it's gonna be like, oh god, yep, it's yeah. And you, it'll it'll be pretty obvious too. Like uh, Hollywood would be the most obvious indicator. Like so and so is shooting this movie. So and so actor is getting paid fifteen million to be on a set, reduced uh, crew set. You know, what I mean, you'll see it like all the movies back in production. It'll be pretty pretty obvious as it's come coming out of it. I was gonna say. This has been the fastest months of my life. Can you believe there's only three months left of 2020? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this man. year has flown by. So it's totally scary. It's like I was thinking to myself, I feel like that guy in Interstellar, when uh, I can't remember his name, but it's played by Matthew McConaughey. He goes to that planet with what's her face, and they come back. And like 27 years has went by, but it's only felt like a split second for Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah. Man. And the guy, and the guy has got gray hair. He's like, I waited for you. You know, like I waited yes. in the sleep chamber. I'm like, God dang. I feel like Matthew McConaughey. Like it's been that long already. I'm like, Oh, oh my God. I feel like I've time traveled. Yeah. Then I'm going to see like the Statue of Liberty and I'm going to go, they blew it all to hell. Like <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Watch me watching the debate. Have you seen the debate yet? Oh my god! They blew it all to hell. <laughs> I kept hearing references to the two old Muppet characters. You know the guys that the old men that sit up in the balcony. That was terrible. <laughs> it's like those two were debating. <laughs> that was so hard. That was so hard to watch. I was like, <laughs> you know what's funny? They they were actually even though they were jabbing at each other. They were like two peas in a pod. Yeah, you're kind of right about the two old guys. I, there was this one part where Biden even said, oh, shut up. <laughs> I just told him to shut up. You shut up. You're a butthole. <laughs> you're a butthole. <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird. They were like attacking each other and really getting savage. But it was like two guys that really something came off to me is like they knew each other way more than they were letting on like this guy i don't know who this guy is i can take him down like they knew each other behind closed doors like they met before like, that's you feel like uh they, they went and had a beer yeah how'd you why did you say that to me i don't know because you're a dick you're a dick whatever cheer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there was this one moment there's this one moment where biden is like shaking his head and he's looking straight ahead it's like is he listening to an in-ear does he have an earpiece in his ear telling him what to say back because it doesn't even look like he's listening to what trump's saying like he's just totally checked out not even listening to oh trump. my god probably does because when he said when he threw shade about his son he's like your son did those shady deals with the ukraine you know whatever and he had no reaction to that he's just like uh-huh and then just cuts away i'm like what dude i've been mad as hell you bring my son about this like we're debating the the presidential debate you're bringing my son into this what is this like what is kick your ass up <laughs> i was hoping they would have done it in a wrestling ring with like some oversized boxing gloves that would have been cool <laughs> Tony, man i think that would have been almost no different like those wrestlers you know they got a beer after fighting each other oh yeah ding, ding, ding. <laughs> good job i'm taking you down undertaker Hey, don't hit me that hard, okay? Yeah. Okay, my neck's kind of hurting. <laughs> Talk about it later. Oh, you got me in the rock. Oh. That body slam got me good, man. Good job. That was good. <laughs> you came way too close to actually body slamming. <laughs> you need to watch out. That, that's the thing. That 
That's the crazy thing about 2020 is we still have a presidential election to deal with. Well, it's that it's that argument thing like you can't yeah. impede on our freedom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we can't pause yeah. this, you know. We have to elect the president or keep Trump in. I don't know. It's going to be really contentious either way. It makes me wonder. It makes me wonder like if we ever had something like bubonic plague bad, man, would it just wipe out the dumbest ignorant people the fastest? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, you know how you had the, your, your anti-maskers and your anti-vaxxers? Talk about thinning the herd. Jesus. They would be piles of like, dumb even people. If they saw like, it, even if they saw someone, like, bleeding out of their face, like their eyeballs bleeding. Yeah, it's I'm going to have sex with her. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. Not wearing a condom or a mask. <laughs> That's pretty hot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, man, like, you know, this got your head scratching your head going like, oh, what idiocracy. Oh, imagine, though, like something really bad. Like, and, you know, to be fair, that's kind of what happened back in Europe. They didn't know nothing. They were totally ignoramuses on bacteria and and washing hands and cleansing uh, tools and weapons or not weapons, but surgery equipment. So maybe that's why they two thirds of Europe got wiped out because they're all man, that person's sleeping good. Oh wait, they're dead. Oh shit, now I got it. <laughs> yeah, the maybe they were just too damn dumb to even realize like, hey, don't go into a room with someone who's got the plague. Survival of the fittest is real though, man. <laughs> it's it doesn't just happen in the animal kingdom. It, Do you think I'll get sick after making out with that dead body? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's why two thirds. Yep. It was that dumb. Yeah, <laughs> the leadership. You know, I'm not trying to be like saying like people. I'm just saying like maybe that's a reason why so many people died. Like it, it was just such a nasty bug combined with idiots. You know what I mean? Plague, like, that's it's sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like crazy bad leadership. Like we still need to elect a king and everything. Get the king out and get everyone in a huge crowd. Uh, are we dealing with the plague? Like, oh no, let's get everybody together in a small room, you know. And uh, I'm oh, sure, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm sure some ignoramus did not help that situation. Let's get all the plague people in the same room, and then we'll get them to go out to other cities. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just stupid crap. Good. If you put these flowers in your mask, it'll keep the plague away. You know, like stupid things like that. Like they had no idea what the hell they're talking about. Because let's be honest. Even if if you do feel something about the mat, it's got to help somehow. Like you're not projecting a cough out, or you know what I mean, dude. It's if you're in a group, a big group of people, and one person sneezes, and you, no one has a mask. Everybody in that group is getting something. They're getting that fart fumes right in their face. <laughs> if you have a mask, at least it prevents it somewhat. Maybe maybe not a hundred percent, but. Yeah, it's not like a like a suit or like a space yeah. suit, you know. It's like 40-50% is better than 0%. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that actually that actually does matter. I remember I was watching something about virology and they're talking about like superbugs and plagues and stuff like that. The the viral load, especially with virus, the viral load is actually the how many copies of the virus you've been exposed to. Yeah. Like if you just had like one copy land on you, then eh, you're probably all right. But it's just like bacteria. If you have food sitting out for a long time, 
the bacteria grows. Viruses don't do this, but bacteria grows in number. They multiply. So then when you eat that chicken that has way more bacteria, 10 times the amount, now your stomach acid and defenses won't do as much to kill all those. So they get past that barrier. Yep. And that is a thing, like a viral load. How much of the virus have you been exposed to? Did you get coughed right in the freaking face? Or did you just walk by a guy who kind of was not feeling good? You know what I'm saying? There's a difference. There is a difference there. Was it just did you get a full injection of this crap? Or did you just get one copy of it on you, on your hand? So that's why that, that whole washing your hands and just wearing them out, it's highly effective, man. Honestly, um, this is a personal theory of mine. I don't think a super bug is as plausible as like I don't think anything plague bad is gonna happen just because hygiene is just so much better. People just wash just wash their hands and just more aware. That's the thing about that the one good thing that's gonna come out of this COVID is there's gonna be things are gonna be so much cleaner. Like <laughs> touch screens at grocery stores, so much cleaner. I mean those things were mm-hmm. so disgusting before. Now it's like they're cleaned every time, you know, like after every transaction, mm. they're cleaned. So, positives. Dude, I just want to I just want to get clean after just being alive and awake in a 105 degree temperature. <laughs> like I need another cleaning. I need another my body feels gross. Sweaty <laughs> <laughs> <Twitty> balls. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that debate, man. I don't even want, I don't even know what to add to it. They're gonna do another one, I think. They're gonna have a different format, so um, Trump's not interrupting every two seconds. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. You know, they need to do a podcast, like a three-hour-long Joe Rogan podcast. Trump talks to Joe Rogan, and then Joe Rogan turns around and starts talking. <laughs> yeah, to they Maybe not in the same room. Joe Rogan gets up. Closes the door, locks it. It's like one of those like submarine doors. So Trump can't interrupt the next podcast. And then Joe Rogan just sits uh, they down. They should do a shot together or something. Like do some rum, drink some rum. <laughs> Did you get, um, I know we, we joked about this before, like parallels between like WWE, but I did get like Jerry Springer vibes. Like Trump was just going to go, you know what? Fuck you. And just like run across the stage and like start choking Biden, trying to like, trying to hit Biden, yeah. like pathetically hit Biden. <laughs> <laughs> his little hands that's what i'm saying like it was it was very like i felt like it was gonna turn into like a skit like off of austin powers or something like i'm dr evil my son is like it was it was definitely crossing into that like this is kind of embarrassing territory like this is like a comedy like this is not and i i'm i'm not trying to be funny here i'm really this is the vibe i got like it was just gonna camera was gonna pan back and you're gonna start hearing cussing and they're just hands flying. I'm like, brain, whatever. You're a towel. <laughs> you're a towel. <laughs> uh, that's kind of like the uh, Republican debate, like when Trump was trying to be elected, and they were they got into the whole like penis size thing. It's like, what is this? I'm I'm very well endowed. Don't make me show you. <laughs> this it's like our beavis and butthead the moderators here like what the showing penis wow this is this is where we're going huh (laughs) i do think biden has (laughs) biden has an edge on hillary 
and that Biden knew yeah. what he was going up against. Like, I think Hillary was so blindsided that first debate with Trump. Remember that debate? She had she didn't even know what to do. She just smiled and just kind of like, oh, my God, like a deer in the headlights. What do I do? <laughs> That's the one where they were uh, it was like a free freestanding. They weren't behind a podium. Yeah. He kept walking really close behind her, like breathing on her neck and stuff. She was like, so like, what around. do I do? Like, but see, that was the, the thing is, that was the first time someone had to go head to head, you know, head to head with Trump. And I think Biden, he definitely held his ground more like than Hillary did. He had a lot more like he was a lot more real than Hillary. Like Hillary's so like structured and. You know, Hillary's Biden's putting on an like, act. Just... Hillary's putting on yeah. an act. Biden. Yeah. Biden shut up. Lily said shut up to his face. <laughs> That's. I think that's going to help. That's definitely going to help. I don't know if he's going to win, but I think anybody that's on the fence that would, you know, is on the fence with Hillary that wouldn't have helped. But on the fence with Biden, that's definitely going to help. I still think he's going to lose, though. I I, I hate to bum anyone out. Um, I've been seeing a lot of pro-Trump stuff. People, crowds with yeah. posters, like, oh, I'm seeing this in L.A. Oh God. Like, oh no! Oh, they're coming out in droves, man. I checked the polls, you know, and I told Renee this earlier. I was like, "Oh, it's pretty promising." You know, Biden's look like he's way ahead. And I'm, she's like, "Oh, don't! This is way too soon." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm gonna get my hopes up, and then you know, election night's gonna be like, oh, Trump win a second term.' God damn it!" <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so. definitely leaning. If I had to bet a bunch of money on it, I, I bet Trump's gonna win again. Um. Yeah. But I think really the big, I think the big reason that Biden came in, you know, ready to spar is just because he knew ahead of time. I, I think Hillary had no idea that he was just going to be dirty, throw sand right in her freaking eye, like right from the get go. Yeah, she was expecting a more professionalism that she didn't realize that. <laughs> she was expecting a yeah. politician, not a celebrity, <laughs> <laughs> reality TV star to come at her like that. I think that's why the people are having secondhand hand embarrassment from watching the debate, even though they're not Americans. Like that's because Biden is going into the ring with them and acting just like it. Like, shut up, screw you, pal. Screw you, pal. It's like it's like devolved. You know what I mean? Because like he he knows he can't win the politician way with him. That's what you need, though. You know, if you're in a debate, someone like that, that's what you need. So, you know what they needed? They needed Boris from the the UK. He looks just like Trump, but he's like British version. Oh God, yeah, yeah. He's got the same hair. <laughs> I know he can't he can't run for president, but that'd be so hilarious. Like you get like a clone of Trump. You know, if you can't beat him, clone him. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's a- got a comb over. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. China's the problem. No, you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like point finger at him. You want to do this? You want to go? It'd be like that South Park with the 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 bro the bro down. <laughs> That's how Elon was on stage. Yeah. What's up? What's up, bro? We'll do this. We got the best batteries. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch that. Watch that highlights again. The he's got so like in his posture, he's like, yeah. What's yeah. up? Yeah. You you gonna come on stage and fight? Come on. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Because he's not like that all the time. Sometimes he's got his hand in his pocket. He's a little nervous. Like, eh. yeah, a little but yeah. Too, though, so that helped. Yeah, Elon was like, what's up, bro? What's <laughs> up? I got backup. We're so far ahead of you, motherfuckers. What? What are you going to do? <laughs> he just needed to raise his arms. Yep. Drop the microphone and go, what's up? 
What's up? The microphone dropped. Yeah, dog. <laughs>